Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Reagan Gensieski, bringing you all things Charger sports. And as you may have heard, we do not have Jake Seavers anymore. Jake Seavers has indeed left the show, and I feel bad for Jake um, that he was not able to finish out what we had. The last recording was last March, early last March, before this whole coronavirus thing hit. But I'm happy to have Reagan with us uh, for this year. Reagan, how are you? I'm great, Martin. So excited to be here. So we're not going to have a guest uh, for the first show of the semester. We thought that, you know, we'd go through some things between the two of us as we were both athletes. I'm on the football team. Reagan's on the softball team and just kind of go over some things that, you know, have happened in the past few months, especially with us and, and the world of sports and how that's kind of affected our teams. And, you know, as we go move forward, we will have guests on this show. But uh, for right now, we're just going to talk a little bit about coronavirus and how it's affected Hillsdale College sports. And Reagan, I'll start with you. You guys were actually like in the midst of your season uh, when this all went down. Just kind of take us through what happened for you guys and the softball team going back all the way to March. Well, I will never forget it. I'll tell you that because it was it was scary. And I just remember we're in Florida. We played about 20 games at this point. Um, and we're watching seasons be shut down. I remember my dad said to me, you know, the Ivy league canceled. And I have a friend who plays lacrosse at uh, Yale. And I was like, Oh my gosh, a senior season. It's over. I'm like, but I never thought it would happen to us. Next day we play our last game. We don't even realize it. And then we go back to our house um, and our coach, we're supposed to go to Miami that weekend and play four more games. And that's like the hot spot for coronavirus right now because everyone's on spring break and partying. And, you know, the parents were starting to be like, I think this is kind of serious. Like, I don't think we should go to Miami. I think we need to go home because everything's shutting down. You know, there's toilet paper shortages. Everyone's running out trying to get food. So everyone's panicking. And so my coach was like, they wanted to have a, a parents meeting. So we all called our parents and everyone, I just remember looking around and everyone's on their phone panicking. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going on here? And he pulled us all into the garage of our house, uh, one by one. <laughs> and he asked us like, do you want to go to Miami or do you want to go back to Hillisdale? And my dad was in um, Florida at the time. My mom was in Florida and then she went back to New York where I'm from. And I was like, well, my dad said I could get on a plane with him tomorrow and just go back to New York because we did know school was canceled for at least two weeks. Didn't know it was going to be the rest of the semester at that point. And I and he was like, well, well, I don't know what's going on. And I just remember I started to cry and I was like, coach, everyone's going in different directions because some people are like, I'm going back to Ohio. Like Dana has a flight book. She's going back to uh, wherever she's from, Ohio. And. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I just want us to stay together. And we ended up having a huge team meeting. Um, coach asked us to eat dinner and put our phones away. So we couldn't get any news on like the GMAC or anything like that. And I just remember like, while all the parents are figuring everything out, we had that one night where we put our phones away. We were dancing. We were playing in the pool. Um, just had a nice last team dinner. And then what ended up happening was coach said, you know, you can either stay here and possibly play two games or you can leave. And at that point, my parents were not super comfortable with me staying because they didn't know if we were going to get a bus. Like they were going to stay in Florida for two, three more days. So I ended up driving back with my friends 
Um, and it was on that drive back the next day that we found out our season was canceled. Um, but it's we said that we could still play softball like starting on April 1st, but obviously that never happened. So you guys, again, you played your last game without really knowing. Um, what was kind of the reaction of the team like when you found out your enti- entire season was canceled? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, for us, like we, we, we obviously, I'll tell that later, that my story with that. But for you guys, I mean, that is, I mean, you guys were like in the midst of it. Like you guys had just started playing. You guys were getting those games in and getting all excited that you guys had the rest. Hadn't even started GMAC play yet. Like what, what was the whole feeling for the team when that season was shut down? Because at that point we didn't know a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, everyone kind of didn't really bat an eye about it because we thought that coronavirus was, you know, going to destroy the world basically. Mm-hmm. Well, I would. I remember our coach, our pump-up meeting before the next game or whatever it's called, um, he was like, this might be your last game. Like, seniors, play your hearts out. And I was so mad. I was like, don't say that. Like, And then when we found out it was over, like, my heart just broke for the seniors because so many of my best friends were seniors. And to never get that last moment, that special senior night, like, never like all those memories were kind of stripped away from them and were taken away. And I just felt so I was so sad for them. Um, I will say we weren't playing super well. Um, and it was kind of, it was a rough trip because at one point we had an 11 game losing streak, which is not wow. fun. I can, you know how, what losing does to a team. So oh yeah, I was super upset, no doubt, but I do believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I think it, as sad as it is for the seniors, I think we almost needed a little break because we were – it was pretty rough, the season, for us already. And from that point, I mean, what, you guys grabbed your stuff from home mm-hmm. or from Hillsdale, I mean, and then took it home basically from that point? Yeah, so I drove back – I Cameron Olson lives in Cleveland, so we did a 13-hour drive to Cleveland, me, Cam, and Renee. And then we drove to Hillsdale. We kind of hung out with – some of the baseball team was still on campus – I packed up like two weeks worth of clothes and I was like, and my mom came and got me and I drove back to New York and I never came back to get my stuff until May. So wow. all of my clothes, cause I bring basically my whole wardrobe, you know, I'm a girl. <laughs> um, You're there are 35 pairs of shoes that you know are laying in your room. Right. And I only bring two of them with me because right. I think I'm coming back. Uh, so yeah, I just had barely nothing. I'm starting to wear my dad and my brother's clothes. They're getting ticked off. Well, so I thought you may, might've been able to take advantage of this. Your parents like give you more allowance for clothing. Like when you got back home, like, oh, let's take Reagan, <laughs> let's go take her shopping. And you're like, you're like double dipping with the new clothes now. Cause you know, coronavirus, I can't go, mom, I can't go home and get my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I did, you know. My brother said, stop wearing my clothes to me at one point <laughs> because, well, we wouldn't go out shopping because my mom oh, made right. me stay inside. Right. right. So I'm like, this is awful. I don't even have clothes. But I was able to, you know, eventually start getting out of the house and, oh, mom, can I have the credit card? I need to order, yeah. um, go on a shopping spree, you know. Amazon, Amazon shopping. Mm, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. No guests this week, but just Reagan and I talking about a little bit about our coronavirus experiences. And I'll tell a little bit about mine. I mean, well, I left with Scott Bertram, general manager of our radio station, and a few other students. And we went to uh, your home state, New York, mm. for the IBS Awards. And <laughs> coronavirus was, at that point, was just heard of, right? So, um, 
You knew that was over in China. You knew that some people that were coming to the United States had got, there were some positive tests, but nothing, nothing crazy had happened. Well, one of our um, fellow students who I shall not name, Stefan, uh, was around <laughs> somebody in, um, what is it? The uh, CPAC. CPAC, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, CPAC, who had tested positive. So now we're with him. We're like, that's eh, all right. You know, whatever. We're, we're going to be okay. Well, it turns out, so we fly out of Detroit to New York, right? We go we go into uh, JFK, fly out of LaGuardia. So we are in both airports and then go back, and I fly back to the Detroit airport. I then, again, this is all spring break, so I don't have any sports or anything right now. We, do, we just did the conference. Next week is spring break. So me and a few of my, my teammates and buddies, we go down to Nashville to go watch the SEC basketball tournament down there. And we literally are watching the first night of hoops, and we're sitting there, watch the first game get over, and we walk to a restaurant to go have some food. And on our way, like from the time it took us to leave the stadium and got and had gotten to the bar, the entire NBA had shut down. Mm-hmm. Like every, they, they, they had halted, they had froze everything. And so we're sitting here like, oh, this is kind of serious. You know, I don't know what's going to happen, but at least we can, I mean, there's basketball still going on in the SEC. So we wake up the next morning and that's when everything, that was what you were talking about whenever, mm-hmm. when the NCAA started canceling everything. So we're sitting there. Our whole trip was to go to the SEC tournament and then the Big Ten tournament. So axed, axed, can't do that. And then we get the announcement from the college that we get two weeks off, which that was some mixed like disappointment and maybe some hoorays as well <laughs> by some by some of the people that were on that trip. Anyway, but we're sitting there and we're just kind of realizing that everything's like they're they're canceling, mm-hmm. you know, every spring sport, March Madness. I mean, so this isn't about money anymore because you know that the NCAA tournament probably makes the most money out of anything for the NCAA. And at that point, you know, we're like, what's going to happen with football? So our coaches are sending us emails and stuff, updates throughout that week. This is what's going to happen. Expect to come back. We're going to, we're going to, we got like four revised schedules in the matter of like a week of like, we're going to do this this spring. Like we'll be back. Nothing. We can't do that. And, um, you know, for you guys not having a sport, like that's like not having your season, that's insane. And for us, we were just like, spring ball is kind of important for football. Mm -hmm. Like that's where a lot of position battles are won. Guys really prove themselves because, you know, once you get to the season, you're only have like three weeks at school to do stuff for camp, and then and then you're into games. So that was lost by a lot of people who were like, okay, the season's going to come back. And then I knew this was going to happen because you knew with this whole coronavirus thing that in May, nothing was going to change once August hit. It was going to be the – so, you know, you're socially distancing, you know, you isolate yourself, whatever. There's no vaccine. You know, it's not like – you know, it's, it's just magically going to disappear. So, like, we were like, can we make a decision now about what's going to happen? And I just don't think that was fair for us to sit there the whole summer and not have and, you know, know that they're trying to do everything in their power. But you knew that the answer was coming all along, that we weren't going to have a season this year. And I just don't think that was fair. Mm-hmm. Like, do you understand that? Like, I, I do. And I was thinking about. March 12th, just the day that everything shut that, down. That was, so you know the date. Oh, I, I know the date know because, the Martin, I'm traumatized from yeah. it. But we called it like the day athletes stood still. I know like that's yep. – I see that on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. But I do understand because for me, I was like, come on. Like, let's we can't even play fall ball. And that's the same thing. Like, that's where a lot – you know, you kind of make your mark. You get in coach's head. Oh, okay. Like, 
Reagan can hit. Maybe I should like put her in the lineup or something like that. Right. And there was nothing like no plan really. I felt like we were kind of left in the dark as athletes, like, and nothing was really done to make sure that we could have a season. It was kind of like, oh, let's just wait for it to roll around and then cancel it again. We're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Martin Reagan talking about coronavirus and how it's affected our seasons. And, you know, it's just it's just crazy now based on the governor, uh, uh, governor of Michigan's executive order that they had um, last week about how high school football can come back. And now they're trying to push the Big Ten back. Uh Really, right now, we're the only ones not playing mm-hmm. because all these NAI schools can play. Division three is trying to do their own thing and, and have schools play. And, you know, nobody in Division one football wants to cancel football. But, you know, the NCAA already came out and they canceled all Division two championships. So you and I will not have a mm-hmm. postseason tournament whatsoever this year. What do you think about that? Uh, the GMAT. Well, I've only had one because my sophomore season was taken from me. Yep. And so now, technically, I am a sophomore. I have my coronavirus year, which is <laughs> another weird thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can get into that, too. <laughs> but um, that was, like, where we clicked as a team. And some of my best memories, like, were in the postseason. And you look forward to that. Because it's one thing to play double. We play double headers. And, right. you know, it's a long weekend. You'll someday, you travel down to Kentucky. You go play two games. And you travel to Tennessee that in the next day. You go play two games. It's tiring. It's a di- it's a completely different mood in postseason because it's just once you get on that winning streak, you you can't stop it in in postseason, in my opinion. Because we play back to back and it's double elimination, and you just go. And the person who wins gets in the winning streak and goes to the championship has an advantage because they have to lose twice to lose the championship. So there's such this like energy. It's I can't even describe it. It's different than high school ball for me or travel. It's just it's so exciting, and I'm so disappointed because I love that. And I and I just don't think it's fair that especially for teams that you know this year is going to be their year across all Division mm-hmm. two conferences, and you know they win their conference and they want an opportunity to compete with the best and have mm-hmm. a chance. I mean, a national championship is so rare. I mean, I don't think people really quite understand how rare that is, and it's just gone, just mm-hmm. like that. Just a snap of the finger, and and it's gone. I just don't. I just don't really understand. Like the, I I just feel like that decision. I don't know how you feel. It was mm-hmm. premature. Yeah, no doubt. It is totally premature. And in my opinion, you know, when the winter comes, people don't go out as much. You kind of stay in your home. Are we going to see a drop in coronavirus numbers just because people stay in more? So. Maybe. Keep, I don't know. Right. They're talking about the cold and flu season, but oh, I mean, I don't really want to get super political, but yeah, <laughs> right. no, I gotcha. I, I don't know. I just, and, and I think that's what the big 10 mm-hmm. is, is paying for right now because mm-hmm. everyone else is still on the big 10's like, Oh wait, maybe we thought everyone else was going to cancel too. Everyone's like, no. Right. Like I don't, I don't get that. I really, I really don't understand. But anyway, here we are uh, in the fall. What is your, fall ball looking like right now i know it's different because you're not scrimmaging against other teams but you guys doing some inner squad things like what what's the plan this fall since you don't have any competition really uh, with other division two teams well i will say i mean we're, we're practicing pretty hard we're gonna hit like 15 i think we have 15 hours in the fall and we're gonna hit all 15 so we're doing these lifts outside on the turf which are different but i will admit i kind of like taking advantage of the warm weather and i think coach mitch is phenomenal so mm-hmm. I like being on the turf. 
Um, we're doing those team practices. Now we did inner squad or not inner squads, small groups for the first week, but now we have team practices um, Tuesday through Friday. And on Saturdays we do kind of live stuff. So this weekend we did uh, just like everyone got one at bat, put in live situations. Like maybe there's a runner on second or first and third place, stuff like that. And then we are bringing in travel teams to come play on Saturdays uh, because it's it's like a tryout. How, That's do, how, how does that work? Like like high school teams? Yes, Martin, we are. Um, so there, you know, there's a bunch of travel teams that are super competitive. The oh. Michigan finesse. Oh, I'm not two. saying like mm-hmm. that's a that's no, a no, bad no. thing, but that that the fact that you guys can scrimmage against high school teams, but you can't scrimmage against other colleges. Right, and I guess the way you kind of get around because when we play outside competition, I might be exposing my team here. Um, you have to get te- you have to get tested every week, by the way. Right, and. And that's going to be tough in the fall or in the spring. Because if someone's sticking a swab up my nose every week, I'm not going to be happy. Did you get it before you no. got back? Okay. So let me let me interject here real quick. Okay. I had to do that because we were told that 14 days between – no, we were told between 7 and 10 days before you return. So you had to mm-hmm. do that math of like when you thought you were going to return to campus, you had to get a coronavirus test. So right when the 10th day hit, I was like, okay, I got to do this and – you know, they, they shoved the swab up my nose and it hurt mad. I was like, okay, it's over. I thought I was done. And then all of a sudden they went up no. the other nostril. I was like, oh, I wasn't even like expecting that. And like, oh, it was, listen, it hurt. I'm dreading I'm not, it. I'm, I'm not being, a, I mean, I'm trying not to be a huge baby right now, but it hurt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that's ridiculous. Like the, the testing everyone every week is a financial burden. I mean, I'm hearing right. some stuff that, you know, this test testing is going to get a little cheaper and maybe that will help with some of the stuff happening as we continue through the school year. But, yeah, so you guys can play high school teams. But yes. you guys are kind of getting around it, though. Because there's an NCAA rule right. where they can try out for every co- – you can try out for a college once. So you can come and practice with the team, and that's your tryout. So all these girls are essentially trying out for oh, a team. Oh, they're practicing. I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's so it, the term is a practice. Correct. Basically, okay. And, I mean, it does benefit them because they get exposure to college coaches. I know, like, you know, Coach Gross, I'm sure I never call him that, Coach Kyle, um, (laughs) calls other schools. Maybe he talks to Marcel Van Landingham over at ODU and says, this girl would fit your program great, but, I mean, I don't have the money to take her or something like that. So it does – I think it is good for these girls, especially I was once in that situation, so I get it. Um, but it, at least we get to see some other pitcher because at this point, I mean, Dana can still strike me out, but I kind of have a feeling she's going to come. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tendencies and everything. Yes. I mean, that's the problem is that I feel like at least with like baseball and softball, you guys are at least inner squad scrimmages are a little more, you know, they can happen a little more easily than yeah. scrimmaging in like a football game, which right. really stinks. Yeah. Because we're technically, we're going to have, um, fall ball or spring fall spring ball basically which we missed out on in the spring starting in like october when we can hit each other with pads but i you know it's just it's still it's just practice you know you wish you were out there competing and and winning Mm -hmm. and going for a conference title this fall we're just not getting that like oh i don't know i mean and, and then we get to this eligibility thing and i do feel bad for like some kids on my team i know some some girls on your team mm-hmm. with like these people fit their schedule the fifth year or 
were ready to be done in four, but wanted to have some closure with their softball career. Mm-hmm. And people just aren't getting that right yeah. now. I mean, that's really sad. It is sad. I did an article um, when this was all happening on all the athletes who were coming back to fifth year. And that was that I'm excited for all of them and that opportunity because the school was awesome about it. But it does like even now, like you're sitting here as a senior and you're what's going to happen? Like, yeah. how what is my what do I do? How do I make my schedule? Do I graduate? Do I come back for a master's? Like, you just don't know. Because I don't know. Will they give us another year of eligibility? Could I be here for six, seven years playing softball? I'm not sure. Well, the idea, I guess the, the thing that's been you know, thrown at me is that I probably could stay here for a six year if I wanted to, because mm-hmm. apparently they're not, you play less than half, half or less the games that mm-hmm. are usually scheduled. You get to keep a year of eligibility, mm-hmm. but then like, you know, guys have jobs lined up. Mm-hmm. You know, some of your girls had, had jobs lined up. They were right in grad school. Yep. This doesn't look good, Reagan. See, I know, I know it doesn't. And I, when we, we going back to canceling things too soon, it's like, obviously, you can tell you and I are not happy with right. the situation we're in. And it's a mental health thing right. for all the athletes. Like, we really rely, as hard as they are and time-consuming as they are, we kind of rely on this to keep us kind of happy, yeah. you know? Yeah, keeps us settled. Reagan, congrats on your first Charger Rundown. We are officially done. And thank you for listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We'll be back next week with Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale.